All right, bro. Kamusta? How are you? <laughs> Kamusta? Okay naman. Tingnan mo, tingnan mo. This was totally uncoordinated, right? <laughs> Nag-pink ako dahil sa, dahil sa topic natin. Dahil ayoko, ayoko sana makalimutan ng mga tao kung sino pa rin binoto ko at the end of the day because I'm going to rip into people, uh, into a lot of people who voted for the person that I voted for, Lenny Robredo. Uh, I was, I was, I was pink lawan myself and I'm, I still, I still am pink lawan. Pero grabe naman, bro, ang behavior ng mga kapwa kakamping. Grabe, bastusan na. At saka naniniwala din sa fake news at saka conspiratorial din mag-isip. Lalo na ngayon na lumabas na ang mga politiko na ayaw nila ay, you know, popular. You know, mataas ang trust rating. Number one, si Sarah. Talo pa niya si Junior. Oo, oh, di ba? Talagang next level. Before we go to yung bardagulan, bro, I just wanted to ask, nagulat ka ba na lamang ang Duterte sa Marcos? Ah, that's a good question. My sense though is, I mean, you saw my explanation. I don't have, uh, no, sorry, I, I, you don't do Twitter pala as much. You know, I, I had a three-level explanation. One is honeymoon phase, all Filipino president except uh, Gloria Hello Garcia Arroyo had high. Second was I, what I call um, asymmetrical accountability. No, So what I think, and the third was democracy fatigue, all of those things I discussed. But the second one is interesting. So my sense is, when I say asymmetrical accountability, it's always the idea that w- when you talk about charismatic leaders, because Duterte and Marcos are charismatic brands, maybe not Junior himself, or but they're charismatic. Uh, a la Weber, right? They're supposed to have magical power. So when things go wrong, you blame the institution, you blame the underlings, you never blame the leader because the leader is the true savior. You have to have faith in them. My sense is this asymmetrical accountability had double advantage for Sarah because she's the vice president. So while Marcos escaped the accountability of his underlings, because the cabinet of Marcos had the lowest rating among government agencies, right? They're even lower than Congress and Senate. And then mm-hmm. the president is higher than the Senate and the Congress. So that's interesting. But Sarah has even higher than Marcos Jr. So the sense is, well, she's VP naman eh, hindi naman siya president. So I don't know. But I think in a sense, she had a double plausible deniability to say whatever is going wrong with inflation, etc. Wala naman akong kinalaman dyan. But to go back to what I said last year, because I can see you're, you're saying, parang kapos pa rin sinasabi mo, Richard. No, just to go back. Remember last year I said, dun sa 60% ni BBM kutub ko 35 to 40% kay Sarah Duterte because Sarah, always, Sarah Duterte okay. was the natural charismatic leader mm-hmm. while Junior let's I know a lot of my fellow Ilocanos were not happy when I said that but let's be honest until it was clear that Sarah was not gonna run anymore mm-hmm. July, August she was by far the leading candidate mm-hmm. BBM and Isco were effectively tied so mm-hmm. so should I be surprised? no by the way the gap actually is not that big uh, uh Uh, margin oh, yes, of yes, error. Yes. It's just one to two points with margin of error, like five points. So, but you're right. It's it's still interesting that Sarah is like. Kaya di ba inaakatawa yung Rappler article na kaganon si Sarah, nakaganon siya tapos Sarah Duterte, most trusted, like perfect talaga na kaganon eh. Yes, so, bro. Are you surprised considering all the shenanigans, concerns about education? Can, sec- I, can, I, are, can, I, can I share my screen? May papaita ako. May yeah, papaita. Let me make you co-host. Sige. May papakita ako na napaka-importante. Ito yung Sara effect kay Marcos. In case in, right. in case you forgot, ito yung PowerPoint na lagi kong pinapakita that shows the the Sara Duterte effect on the election. So, kita mo, Richard? Right, right, right. So, on the left, ito yung survey from September 2021. So, nandiyan pa si Sara Duterte. Tingnan mo. 
Tingnan mo yung Mindanao. Tingnan mo yung Mindanao support ni BBM, oh. Ang baba, di ba? Ang baba, oh. 8% lang sa Mindanao. Right. So, syempre, lamang sa kanya si Pacquiao. And, and tambak, siya, tambak siya kay Sarah, 47%. Now, now look at what happens in January nung si Sarah uh, wala na sa, sa, sa equation at sinusuporta right. na si BBM. Bumulusok ang support ni BBM to 66%. That, that's even higher than, than Sarah's initial support in Mindanao. Right. So, nagsama. So, so, nagsama talaga, di ba? So, number exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm always... For me, napakali, napakalinaw na uh, hindi talaga mananalo. Well, pwede siyang nanalo, pero iba yung electoral route niya towards the presidency. Right. Kung, kasi ang naging electoral route talaga ni BBM, it, towards that majority was yung, yung Mindanao. Right? So, kung hindi dahil kay Sarah... Then, di mananalo si di mananalo si BBM the way he did I think the way he did he could have still won but not the way he did so just 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 to reinforce your point bro of course ang ginamit nating source tonight uh, false Asia so baka hindi rin yeah, tayo paniwala dito no 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 speaking of which I mean I think that has been the one of the biggest disappointment I have with some of the people, and I think unfortunately got a little bit, um, you know, I even use the word charlatans and all, no, because I'm very disappointed with some of the people who should know better. If you fight against disinformation and all, and then you baselessly attack authoritative or authoritative survey agencies like Pulse Asia, you're attacking, I mean, our friends are there, right? We know these are absolutely mm. great people. Ronnie Holmes, I mean, you cannot get more progressive, more professional, more serious uh, as a political scientist as him. So, you know, ako, aminado naman ako at some points, I would make some sarcastic comments about Tatay Digong noon. But never in my heart, I had questions about, you know, people like Ronnie Holmes, etc. So for me, if you're against disinformation, be very careful when you make insinuations that compromise yung integrity ng isang authoritative institution like this. For me, that's really disappointing. Diyan nakaka-turn off yung ibang tao who are supposedly masters of counter-disinformation, whatever like that, because clearly they are themselves flirting with disinformation here. You are even more emotionally strong than because you're even, you know, you're also a very close friend of, you know, with friends like Ronnie, di ba? I mean, it's nakaka, nakakalungkot yung ganyan. Now, I, I, there's also the second line of attack, no? Which is like, they have questions with the design of the, uh, sorry, they have the, they have issues with the question, the design of the survey in questions now leading, whatever. I don't know. We don't have a problem citing Pulse Asia when it shows federalism, walang support for it, when it shows people want stronger uh, stance on West Philippine Sea. Diba? I mean, Pulse Asia kept on showing things that Duterte didn't want to hear back in the day. Federalism is not popular. Did you guys have a problem with that methodology when Pulse Asia was showing that GMA was tanking in her ratings? Did you have the problem with methodology when, when people were calling Noy Noy Aquino Teflon because hindi ayaw bumaba ng rating niya kahit meron ng mga skandalo earlier in his even, even after even after yung Hong Kong, Hong Kong bus crisis for example walang nangyari walang nangyari sa rating niya nagreklamo ba kayo noon so ito lang yung sinasabi namin be, be consistent and then of course ang kabal ng mukha nitong mga taong to kasi sinasabi nila finally mapapatunayan natin na mali ang Pulse Asia kasi mananalo si Lenny di ba sa yun yung sabi nila di ba uh, we will finally that they they thought oh, oh, naman, be, they, they, think, they thought it would be the nail on the coffin of Pulse Asia dahil mananalo si Lenny and then may establish nila na yung kanilang big data ay tama right yung kanilang Google Trends and all that kind of bullshit now if you had humility the look, what you would have done was one acknowledge na mali yung prediction na yun at tama pa rin, pa, tama pa rin yung Pulse Asia and then if you had further humility you would say that 
you know, given na nagkamali ako dati at pulsation yung tama, there's a high probability na tama yung pulsation ngayon dito sa, dito sa rankings na to. And it, ito lang talaga, kung sobrang bulok ng pulsation, kung sobrang fa- false ng pulsation, ba di pa yan nagkakamali? I mean, ba di, di pa yan nagkakamali in terms of predicting... Ano daw? Mind conditioning daw. Mind, condition, mind conditioning. So, so sinasabi nyo, sinasabi nyo lahat ng Pilipino nagpe-pay attention dyan sa... Karami ng mga Pilipino nagpe-pay attention dyan sa mga survey na yan, di ba? At, at ano, at, at, at atang-atanga na lang sila naikinig dyan sa mga But survey. Bro, there's also Estobilis, di ba? It's not like Estobilis is too different from Paul Seisha, right? I mean... Yes. That's my point, eh. It's not like Paul Seisha is the only... I, I know that like, there are issues with exit polls, there are times... But yeah, but come on, it's it's not like Paul Seisha showed Lenny was like 20 points ahead of Marcos and then uh, and then Estabilis showed that he, he she's 40 points behind. Hindi, hindi uh, ibang okay, ganito ah, let me be very clear. There are some Paul survey agency like but the, parang, mm, I'm not sure about it, diba? Ano yan consultancy yan. Okay, we're not going to name names, right? Yes, yeah. I, I'm not saying all agencies. <laughs> all right, number one. Number two, I'm not saying there was no vote buying and other kind of shenanigans and election. There was absolutely. And number three, I had three vlogs about all these concerns about VCMs, the log issue, the transmission issue, just to get to the bottom of this. But still, I'm not getting to the bottom of this because we still don't have a smoking gun. It's still an ongoing discussion. A part of me lang is like just smirking, like, hmm, parang you're just giving a taste of this, you know, their own medicine to what they did to Lenny after 2016. But come on, papastusin mo ng politician ng ganito, tapos ano yung basihan mo, yung ganoon, parang medyo malabo. And for me, sige, ano nang gagawin natin? Di wala na, tapos ng laban, di lahat, na, na, eh, the entire system is taken over by conspiracy. Di ano nang gagawin natin ngayon? Which is not very different from some of the, you know, extreme left people are saying the whole thing is a capitalist bourgeois conspiracy. Wala, the only way forward is a proletarian revolution, you know? Like, how are we going to get out of this mess if everything is a conspiracy? If all, lahat bayad, lahat bayaran, lahat ganon, di ba? And that's a funny thing, eh. The other side used to use the term bayaran to attack journalists. Now we see some other side using the term bayaran to attack calling agencies. So what's going on here, bro? I, I don't think this is healthy for our democracy. This is healthy it's, for the opposition. It's so it's so weird, nga, you know, because you you you're saying that you should protect the institution of journalism and a lot of these people, like you know, they sinasamba nila correctly. I think many times you mga truth telling journalists, but you know, like another institution of truth is actually academia and yeah, exactly. research firms. Yep, and Pulse Asia is not composed of professional politicians. It's actually composed of academics. You know, Ronnie Holmes, Ana Tabunda, yung mga consultants sila puro mga academic. That's also why I'm very defensive of Pulse Asia. Ito yung bias ko. I'm an academic and it's a firm run by academics. And we, pwede ba? Huwag lang journalists sana ang defend na, natin. Kasi kami mga academic, we are also beleaguered truth tellers. And if you are besieging that institution of academia of truth tellers, you are directly contributing to yung post-truth world na sinasabi nyo you are so against, di ba? So, so mahiya naman kayo ng konti and give us academics a little bit of a break. Um, I want to shift a little bit, bro. I want to shift to Please understand... Go ahead, because you are supposed to talk about what is to be done, right? I mean, go I ahead. Sh- well, a little bit of a shift na mas sympathetic naman, na hindi puro bardagulan. Hey, Kasi, okay. we're here you know, Lagi natin nilalay itong mga Google Threads, anti-Pulse Asia people, yan, 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 yung, yan yung theme natin dito. Pero I, I just want to acknowledge na, of course, dahil fundamentally, marami tayong, mas marami tayong agreement with them cases of disagreement, di ba? Because 
we we all want a kind of democratic future and we don't want itong dem uh, itong democratic backsliding and against tayo kay, sa sa human rights violations against sa isa pagsinungaling against sa isa pagnanakaw right. and i understand why you want to deny reality at this point kasi the reality is saying that you are alienated from your fellow filipinos that's what the reality is saying that's what the, what the services say are, are saying eh. na na ano na actually the philippines is not a divided country It's not. Most most Filipinos are united under the Duterte-Marcos regime. And there's by no far. division yeah, by, by far. far. There's no division. You are an outlier. We are an outlier. Napakasakit nun. To, to feel so alienated from your fellow Filipinos. Mahal mo yung Pilipinas. Mahal mo yung mga kapwa Pilipino mo. Pero yung pag-iisip nila yung mga princip- yung political principles sila ay taliwas sa political principles mo. That's painful. Now, I mean, Do you feel that too? Because I I feel that pain. Um, but I'm not going to deny reality just because I feel that pain. But the pain is real, bro. For me, uh, my position is empathetic because I know our democratic ideals did not deliver concrete mm-hmm. results for vast majority of our Atincalabayan. I hear a lot of good friends who supported, let's say, Lenny in the last campaign and say. Eh, di ba panon ni Pinoy? Okay naman eh, nag-growing economy, maayos tayong tignan, nasa World Economic Forum. I would say, yes, for you, middle class, upper middle class, it's a... Yeah. Almost lahat ng ating mga kababayan na below that level, they really yeah. see a significant change in their life. And we never gave them any apology for the lack of transformative change all these years. Just look at the numbers. So, uh, July Tiangki had this fantastic papers uh, with Ralph Lerge, uh, But I saw the, the the concentration of political dynasty actually worsened by mid-2010s, right? So <sighs> I'm not going to blame the late president. I'm just saying when you guys were in power, we didn't see a significant change also in the system. I'm not saying kasalanan niya, but I'm saying there's, of course, some shortcoming going on there. Some, so what mm-hmm. I'm saying is that I'm... I no, I don't buy this argument na illiberal ang Filipino by nature. I, I I'm completely against that. I think we are Thank more you. agnostic, right? We will believe in democracy if it delivers, and we're willing yes. to accommodate other points of view if it doesn't. The democracy one, yes. and that's very clear. The Pew survey is very clear. Only 15% are for full democracy, liberal democracy. 12% want authoritarian tatay system. 67% are open, right? agnostic ideologically agnostic ambivalent so so i think adel webb used the term political science adel webb this book uh, term democratic ambivalence so for me complete like ideological ambivalence right because mm. when you're living in poverty from generation to generation to generation when you're facing everyday oppression discrimination and all the nonsense out there in our feudalistic system it's so hard to you know buy into and you know this whole idea no no let's hold the line for this kind of regime i said no bro a lot of our people are so desperate for overnight transformation that they just want outside the box candidates every every now and then and and they have been convinced partly thanks to this information but kaya nga sana inayos natin education system etc right their their idea is kasalanan ng mga dilawan ng lahat no but of yeah. course it's tragic because Liberal Party was the only major party that tried to create some sort of a modern party system. But they failed big time because they had to compromise with the Trapos and dynasties. It's a tragedy. And for me, empathy is important, but also a mea culpa. There mm-hmm. has to be recognition that we're all Ako, Even if I'm not involved in the whole politics of that, even though I, when I was critical of it, my sense is that I became more active ako online then. 
Sana I didn't leave the room to, you know, who's, right? To just go out there and then just stay in the mainstream media and feel that will be enough. No, I think I should have been as proactive as I am today. Uh, why not? Why not, bro? I mean, we did our bardagulan in the debate world, no? All of oh. our conyo, conyo bardagulan. No, I needed pure bardagulan. I shouldn't have done that 2015 14 palang. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I need to accept many faults. I was also at some point saying, maybe, you know, maybe. Let... So, ako, on my own part, I have, I have made many mistakes or many shortcomings, and I don't mind admitting them because it helps me to realize. How can I be a better person in with my own limited capacity? So yun din ang problema ko, Leloy. I understand what you're saying is it's just too painful for us to admit. It's too frustrating. Uh, but kaya nga self-awareness, di ba? Self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness, oh. self-awareness is king. That's really the only way to come out of the quagmire we find ourselves. Because I believe the Filipino people will be on your side if you show true conviction and true humility, not fake humility, true humility. Lelo, you know, you on my page, patay ka, right? Because my, my, so my, my, our kametas, they saw how I fought back trolls myself. I was there myself, right? They, so hmm. when you inspire people, they will be there for you. But when you're not inspiring, when you're just blaming voters, when you're just denying reality, when you're judging people, when you're saying hmm. they're not worth it, they're not right to vote, they're like, and I always said, Leloy, Latin America has very similar political economy with like uh, like us, and yet Lula wins. And yet, you know what I'm saying? All of these leftist people win. Uh, yes, not easily. But why not here? Why is it 60-20? Why is it not 40-30, right? I mean, the gap is too big. So something is not working. Something is not working. As I said, how I wish Lenny was more proactive in reaching out, in, in accommodating media, how I wish... Uh, she fought back against it. How I wish Lenny was more active now because there's a vacuum of political leadership. Mm-hmm. But who am I again, right? Maybe we don't want to put pressure or stress on her. But that's the thing. Eh? When you're in politics, you have to you have to do what you have to do. I don't know. Again, you're absolutely right, Lelo. Yeah, we're not here to, you know, beat down the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we're not here to be cruel, right? Um, yes. We're, we're, we're here to say what is not being said uh, uh, among certain quarters because of yes. all the reasons we mentioned. So we're not complete outsiders to these people, right? They know where our heart and convictions are in general. We all want a progressive, better Philippines. But we cannot get there if we're stuck in this echo chamber. And the problem with this echo chamber is that it's 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 alienating everyone. It's pissing off everyone. They try to cancel me. They try to cancel Vico. They're canceling Pulse Asia and our friends mm. there. I mean... I said na tayo pat pat nito, di ba? This as the current rate, yeah. Anyway, meron ako, meron ako yung sabang. Nagshare, share nagshare ako, nagshare ako ng 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 screen ko literature. Think, uh, this is this article by my mentor si Professor Patricia Abinales. And oh right, of course. Bakit uh, popular si Digong, di ba? And a lot of those people na ayon nilang tanggapin na popular ang Duterte brand, they, they try to deny reality. But these are facts that contribute to our understanding bakit popular si Digong despite the fact that she was he was kidding. Ito si night ni Professor Abinales, si Jojo, si Professor Charmaine G. Ramos, who wrote that in his first three years in office, Duterte had overseen the highest level of social spending witnessed in the three decades beginning in 1986 with 2017 to 2018 government social spending at its highest level for 32 years, both as part of public spending and percentage of GDP. Now, let, let, let's explain what that means. 
meaning yung 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 pag yung paggasta ng gobyerno para sa social welfare ng mga tao ay tumaas at ito yung pinakamataas since 1986 right, right. so in, in other words this is a kind of a kind of government transfer of wealth from the rich to the poor kasi ang tinatax mo yung mga mayaman at yung mga nagbe-benefit sa social spending kagaya ng mga tumatanggap ng CCT although alam right. naman natin na yung CCT nagsimula kay Noy ay yung mga may hirap pero na turbocharged talaga yan under right. Duterte ito yung graph di ba yung social services pataas kasama diyan yung CCT for example right. um economic services pataas right circle lang para pakita ko dun sa mga ibang supporters natin yung mga kameta para makikita nila yung sinasabi mo yeah yeah okay para lang makita yeah please go ahead Ayan, di ba? So, and then I'm going to, uh, and then anong epekto nun? Anong epekto nun? Yung real effect nun? Ito, World Bank data, ito, ito yung Gini coefficient. Now, ang Gini coefficient, minimeasure nito kung gano'n ka unequal ang society. So, kung mataas ang Gini coefficient. One person gets everything or everything is... Hmm, malakas ang, malaki ang, ang pagkakahiwalay ng, malak, ng mayaman at mahirap. Okay? So, so, nung panahon ni Gloria Mataas, this is... 2003 46.6 right. uh, 2006 47.2 bumagsak ng konti nung 2009 46.3 tumaas ulit nung 2012 46.5 under noy noy pero ito big two big ito yung mga big drop na big drops natin no? 46.5 um akino na yan, right and then the time you get to mid akino period bumagsak ulit 44.6 good job noy noy pero tingnan mo tong mga sobrang laki na bagsak oh. 44.6 to 2018, 42.3, that's under Duterte already, di ba? And then from 2018 to 2021, uh, bumagsak ulit, 40.7. Yeah, the rest is pandemic, so we cannot blame President Duterte. Natin alam, pero actually, 2021, may konti pandemic effect yan to 40.7. So if you look at the most significant drops in um, inequality sa Pilipinas na nakita natin since 2000, it's under Duterte. But it started under Aquino, just to be fair. Started under Aquino, but the is under Duterte, and that's explained by, for me, yeah. it's easily explained by this graph. So, so okay. this okay, graph... Bro, so this is the number. I want to ask you a qualitative question. Yung idol, mo, do you think malaking kinalaman ni paring Jokno dyan? Or people like Jokno, the heterodox you know, outside-the-box thinking guys? Because he was the budget management guy, right? And he became... Well, I think napag, napag-usapan na natin to Richard, ba? It was, yeah. in a way, a kind of perfect one-two punch. And hindi dapat, exactly. dapat natin sabihin na, kasal, na, ano to, na si Duterte lang ito. Kasi ang nangyari dito is, dahil si Noynoy medyo conservative, ayaw gumasta, ang laki ng surplus. Right. So dahil kay Noynoy, marami nagasa si Duterte at dahil marami nagasa si Duterte, bumaba yung inequality. Pero bro, na, kasi itong mga so it's not ah. just the volume, but the, as a percentage of GDP went higher under oh, the oh, So oh, I'll give yeah. credit to him there. Because if just if it's just the absolute numbers, I would say, well, marami kang nakuha kay Pinoy. Eh. Pero inakyat niya as a percentage of GDP. So that's a conscious prerogative of the executive. So yeah. I'm wondering, is this a joke na effect? Something going on there? It's, it, because I could see that on the infrastructure spending front, you know, ang taas, mm-hmm. almost double from 2.53 to almost like 5, 5.5 to 6, no? So for me, yeah. that's great. We need that. And we, this is what we have been saying forever. So, yeah, I, in fairness, I, I want to point because yung mga kababayan natin, marami sa kanila na nag-benefit dito sa increasing social services. Uh, by the way, you want to maybe break it down. What do you mean by social services? Four-piece lang ba to? Infrastructure spending ba to? Healthcare spending ba to? 
can we break it down para maintindihan natin yeah like, siguro yeah social services would include that and it, and then it would include education as well diba because that's right. a social service yeah but but what i want to emphasize there is talaga effectively it's a it's a transfer from the because well, because karamihan ng taxes natin are progressive taxes meaning right. mas kasi binabayaran na taxes ng mga mayamang kaysa sa mga mahihirap so effect, effectively this is what economists call or transfers. Bumababa yung ko yung kayamanan. Wait lang, post train law ba to? 'Di ba binabash ng mga kaibigan natin, ekonomista na iba nung. <laughs> uh, oh, see, oh. I saw an angle. I saw an angle. I found it. Matay tayo diyan. Sa train law, pang ano daw to? I saw an angle. I Grabe, bro. bro. Hello? Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I, I, saw what, I saw what happened there. I don't know if you saw what happened there. Is this a post-train law situation, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it's possible because, well, you know, may, may train law also boosted social spending. Because there are syntax. And, and, and resources, fiscal, fiscal resources. Additional syntax ang train law, right? Eh, so, so I, I, you know, I kind of really like train law. So, what's the conclusion here? Yeah. Marami sa mga ating mga kaka- fellow kakamping ay naniniwala na bobo yung na either mali yung Pulse Asia or bobo yung mga sumusuporta kay Sara Duterte. Hindi po sila bobo. Dahil kung tignan nyo yung economic effects ng presidency ni Duterte, kahit sabihin nyo pa, even if we say that a lot of that is because of Pinoy, kailan nila naramdaman yung pagbagsak ng inequality? May lag effect, yeah. Naramdaman nila during the years of 2017-18 to 2020. Doon nila... Doon nila naramdaman yung pagbagsak ng inequality napakalinaw nito sa World Bank data. So kung mara- mararamdaman mo yung mga epekto na yun ng panahon na yun, can you blame these people for saying na ang, may, ang, 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 ang dahilan nito ay dahil kay tatay? Right. Hindi. Is that a stupid thing to say? Maybe it's an uncomplex thing to say because multifactorial yung reason, right? Pero hindi siya. Hindi siya bobo at legitimate siya na right. argument. It's it's a, it, there's a rationality going on here based on some deliveries of concrete. Uh, not to mention, bro, Duterte's attack on oligarchs. Of course, we know in execution it was highly politicized and all. But eh, okay, kung ikaw ay isang ordinary Pilipino at nakita mo yung presidente mo openly inattack ito mga untouchable na big businessman and all. Again, I have big issues which with the specific businessman he targeted, and I can talk about Dennis Uy and all. Um, but If you are an ordinary, family, you look at that and say, "Hmm, it gives you also a psychological sense of empowerment." What I'm saying is that Duterte, the, the Duterte era or the Dutertismo as a as an agenda of governance had a concrete side, populist side to it, increased social services, but also had a very profound psychological side to it, which is the idea oh. that we can attack US, we can attack superpowers, oh. we can attack oligarchs. You get what I'm saying? Like, you, can I? Without empathy, you cannot be intellectually competent. Intellectual competence means the ability to be in someone's shoes and to analyze the uh, the median voter, right, or the or the uh, median citizen. And this is what we we're doing here. For a moment, forget your Lele Claudio teaching in Berkeley. For a moment, uh, rem- forget your Heydarian and you're a vlogger, right? Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You put yourself, and then with of course all the imperfections of the empathy and all. Um, mejo maikita mo eh, and then. You see these people attacking uh, Duterte with their perfect accent, clipped accents, with their, you know what I'm saying, nice hair and nice education and all. It kind of sounds like elitist attack, right, on Duterte. And they talk about all these abstract ideas of sovereignty and, I don't know, abstract ideas of human rights. But we never felt that when they were supposed to be in power or mm-hmm. their 
favorites were in power, right? For me, the opposition, the best chance for the opposition is to say to the Filipino people, naintindihan namin yung frustration nyo, but please don't blame democracy. Nagkakulang yung mga politicians. Pero it's not democracy itself which is the problem. It's the failure to deliver genuine democracy. So we want to be with you and push for even more social services. Yun yung pinakakulang, di ba, sa, sa mga liberals in the Philippines. Wala yes. sa social service, social justice dimension. Social yes. rights, all about political rights, civil liberties. Okay, fine, it's great. But if you don't have anything to feed yourself, you don't have basic healthcare, you don't have basic infrastructure, human rights sounds too abstract. Although, of course, human rights is 100% important. I mean, I mean it in terms of political rights and civil liberties. But social justice is extremely important. At yun talagang kulang talaga sa liberal sa Philippines eh. Kulang talaga sa economic front. Too conservative on the economic front. And ironically, Duterte, being the hybrid populist he was, he had that one-two punch also, right? Um. So yeah, as I said, it's both psychological and also material. So I thank you very much for pointing that out because yung nga ko, data. Look at the data. Rational po yung voters natin. We may not agree, Rational. but there is a reason why they decide the way they do. And we just refuse to appreciate them on their own terms. That's why some po- folks are completely losing the narrative here. And Kaya kayo yung, ano, yung mga tao, kumagbasa ka ng mga ilang columnists natin na nasa opposition media, kung magsulat sila, akala mo the Philippines is falling apart eh. Diba? Parang, parang lahat ng ginawa ng government, mali lahat yeah. ng economic negative news. Tapos if you're, if you're a regular voter and you like the administration, yeah, you see that prices are getting high, yeah, nahihirapan ka. Tapos yung, 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 yung opposition media walang sinabi kundi bad things. Well, number one, sasabihin mo, Things are not great, but you know, uh, I, I've been receiving more social services in recent years. And then number two, parang uh, mabait naman yung presidente. Parang mabait naman yung vice president. Bakit sa tingin nila sobrang sama ng lipunan? Talagang i-alienate lang talaga yung mga tao. So I think, you know, kaya nga nexus eh. Kasi nexus is supposed to be a meeting ground of different ideas. And, and kung gumagawa ka ng nexus... favorite word, right? Interstices. I favorite mo yan eh. Yung, and, and, yung book mo parang... Yeah, favorite word ko actually... Bro, is con- concession eh. Concession. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Pero sa'yo, what verse na rinig yun? Hindi ka lagi dapat dun sa kabila eh. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na, ah, ito yung position ko, hanggang correct, dito correct. na lang. Ah, ito correct, yung position correct. ko, anti-Marcos ako, inflation is bad, everything is bad, hanggang dito Every, na lang. No. Yeah, exactly. Dapat sabihin mo, okay, anti-Marcos ako, I don't believe in fake news, I think the inflation situation is bad, but bumak bumaba pa rin naman but uh, parang meron pa rin naman mga good trends malakas pa rin naman yung GDP growth it seems as if yung social spending is still high right okay. and then of course it seems as if hindi na tayo binebenta sa China yung kay lagi yes but yes but lagi may but and of course sa Pilipinas kasi nangyayari sa atin of course and in in the entire world obviously nagkakampo-kampo tayo diba tapos pag pag nasa kampo ka na feel mo, pag may sinabi ka na taliwas doon sa popular beliefs ng kampo, tridor ka. Actually, in a, in a fundamental way, hindi ka tridor. Because pag may sinabi kang belief na taliwas doon sa kampo mo, ipina, pinalalakas mo yung kampo mo eh. Because binibigyan mo sila ng critique, binibigyan mo sila ng things to... Real friends stab you in the front. Real friends... Oo naman, oo. Totoo yan. And so, you know, like, for example, you know, I I I didn't like the fact na si Lenny, for example, yung kanyang campaign tagline, yung kanyang campaign tagline is uh, sa gobyernong tapat ang at buhay lahat. Because I thought that was very passive. 
Diba? Kasi kailangan mo lang maging tapat and then aangat na yung buhay. It's so 2010. It's oh, so and, and it's actually, it it's actually it. another version of walang korap. Pareho lang siya sa walang korap, walang mahirap eh. Kasi yung walang korap is tapat. Yung walang mahirap na part is angat buhay ka. Diba? It's actually the same tagline. Alam naman natin na ayaw na ng mga tao na walang korap, ang mahirap eh. Ang gusto ng mga Pilipino is active governance yung may ginagawa ka. That's why yung preference ng voters nung, nung last election is they looked for the candidate na may magagawa. They weren't looking for the candidate na hindi corrupt. They were looking for the candidate na may magagawa. And if ganun yung electoral landscape, tapos ang campaign tagline mo is halos eksakto sa campaign tagline ni Noynoy Aquino noong 2010, magkakaroon ka ng problema dyan. Now, does this make me anti-Lenny? No. I think this makes me a person who wants to invest in the future of the opposition and make it you know more in with the times and our own in with the times yeah 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 hindi ako exactly. hindi ako traidor hindi ako traidor I, I, I feel that in that in, in that process of critiquing I am in fact more of a genuine pink lawan because I want to make the pink strong by my critique I, I mean Lele maybe you're not hearing it as much but believe me behind the scenes I'm getting a lot of messages of encouragement by a lot of people I would have expected to take what we say wrongly but no they were very happy in fact we had the pleasure of uh, interviewing uh Uh, 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 Ben Bernabe the, the other week no, who was the head of the communications for volunteers for Lenny no? and we had a very nice constructive discussion so please you yes. know uh, so, so I'm very happy I'm happy to see that even people who are involved inside the company of Lenny can see where you and I are coming from we're not here to say oh mas magaling kami sa inyo kasi alam ko yung attack nila sa atin eh. itong dalawang pakit na yan nandyan lang yung loner itong dalawang yan to of course they can say whatever they want kami nandun sa ground you know what I'm saying right Lenny like yes, yes. Yeah, why why do you make it like that? We're not here to grandstand. We're not here to No, we we're here because we see the big picture and we're worried for where the country is going. Kawawa yung mga voters natin. Kawawa yung think hmm. about the 15 million who voted for Lenny. Don't they want next time 25 million, next time 40 million? Of course, that's what they want. Right? But that's not gonna happen if hanggang diyan lang tayo na denialism and attacking and canceling people etc. including people or who are supportive of their agenda, etc. So I am really, really... But so, so in short, Lela, you don't have to apologize for anything. I think mm. I'm very optimistic that more and more people are seeing where you and I are coming from. They appreciate what we're trying to do here. And we're not heroes. No, we're, we're just saying what had to be said. It's just that we're more happy with our two. That's it. Actually, bro, it's not that we want to grandstand. I think it's just that we want to talk. Because we don't want to talk here. And in fact, you know, the the, the hey. fact, alam ko may mga nagto-troll sa atin kanina, pero just the fact na may mga pro-Duterte, pro-Marcos yun, is actually, for me, a, a very good sign. Kasi pinapakinggan. Yeah, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. may mga ano. Kung kami pakinggan na pro-Duterte, pro-Marcos ka, nandiyan ka, 1 a.m., sinasabi mo anong karapatan namin magsalita. Well, pinapakinggan mo kami. So, 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 so I guess, exactly. sa tingin mo, may karapatan kami, di ba? And thank, thank you, thank you. Kasi gumigising ka na, ma- na hindi ka pa natutulog dahil sa amin. So, yun ay karapatan namin na nandiyan ka. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know what's sad here, Richard, is that uh, hindi ako nagulat sa mga pangyayari. Unang-una, hindi ako nagulat na mataas si Marcos at saka si Duterte. Kasi ganyan naman talaga ang service sa Pilipinas. Di ba? Pinakita mo nga yung mga, sa episode mo nga, pinakita mo sa mga kameta na ganyan naman lagi yung survey, lagi naman may honeymoon pit. Yeah, period eh. Exactly. Ang hindi lang naman nag-honeymoon period si GMA. Because nadaya siya sa eleksyon. <laughs> oh, nadaya siya sa eleksyon. So, syempre, wala siyang honeymoon period. Pero lahat naman may, may honeymoon period. So, hindi ka hindi ka magugulat. And of course, 
kung yung mga president na nanalo without a majority, mga president at mga vice president na nanalo below 50%, kung sila right. nagkakaimun period, paano pa kaya yung president at yung vice president na above 50% ang, ang, ang panalo, di ba? Right. Ulul na lang tayo kung hindi tayo naniniwala sa, sa data na yan given yung presidents. So yung hindi na <laughs> Pero bro, okay. Having said everything we said, there's sometimes talaga na weird yung surveys, right? So for instance, di ba cabinet din si bongbong sa sarili niyang admin at ang baba ng rating ng agriculture secretary doon sa ibang survey. At ito yung survey ni sila Malutikia. Ang baba oh. daw yung, may nakita may may nakita ko online I have to verify that na parang wait lang as a president like you're 80 as an agriculture secretary you're like for that, that, that means that, 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 that means total sense for me because I think Filipinos respect the office of the president. May isa pa yon. Filipinos respect ah, the office. Ah, you're of the right. You're right. They like the office. So, wala. Kasi, kasi... It's the magnet. It's, it's na, si Ju- majesty. Majesty. Mahal natin ang Pangulo. Wala tayong, wala tayong mga hari. Wala tayong, never right. tayong nagkakas ng ro- royalty system. So, a closest Meron. thing we have to a king. Talano. Talano. closest thing we've ever had to a king is, a, is, 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 is the presidency. So, right. mataas ang respeto natin sa posisyon na yan. So, hindi nakakagulat yung survey results. At yung isa pang hindi nakakagulat is, ay, nakita ko eh, kasi syempre dahil nasa mailing list tayo ng Pulse Asia, makukuha natin. So, makikita natin, di ba? Right, right. And then, and then, every time I get that email, in my head I go, three, two, one, unleash <laughs> the polls, di ba? Unleash, unleash the denialism. Kasi alam ko na yung Pulse Asia, Pulse Asia. Yeah. trending na yung false Asia. So, you know, it's uh, what's sad here is that none of it is surprising. The the result of the survey and the reaction of the hyper pinks, the hyper crazy pinks. And actually, I don't even want to call you pinks. Kayo nga yung mga tridor sa pink pink movement dahil ayun yung, mag-in, yung mag-improve yung pink movement. Dahil gusto nyo i-deny yung katotohanan as opposed to i-improve yung movement natin. Right. Um. Last thing. Parang says ko mas, mas, mas good vibes ka at Even ako, I mean, I don't know, I I don't know how to put it. Because last time we talked about it, I think we were in a much more worried position. But I don't know, part of me feels cautiously optimistic that things are moving in the right direction in certain ways. Maybe not whether it's on the foreign policy, whether it's in terms of even people in the opposition recognizing. I don't know. Am I being irrational here? Is it the vibes in the air? But a part of me is saying maybe things are not as hopeless as we emotionally felt before. Maybe... There's still room. It's just that we have to keep on pushing and do what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, balikan, balikan natin yung last episode natin, di ba? Na, na, na hindi simple yung mundo. Uh, kasi ang Pilipinas, a lot of people think napakasimple yung mundo. Either Duterte Marcos ka or Dilawan ka. Pero yung EDCA issue shows na hindi nga simple yung mundo. Kasi si Marcos ay, ay ginagamit yung EDCA na produkto ng isang presidenting Dilawan, di ba? EDCA is not Duterte. EDCA is Noy Noy. So ang magkakampi right. talaga sa education right. na to si Marcos at saka si Pinatina si Marcos at ang kaaway nila Duterte di ba? Nasandwich si Digong doon Oo di ba? Di ba? So ang, ang ginagawan ang ginagawa ni Marcos ay itinutuloy niya ang foreign policy ni Benigno Aquino III at, at, at binabasura niya ang foreign policy ni Tatay Digong ano yan, short circuit yan. Pero ito mga moments of short circuiting na ito, ito yung mga moments na sa tingin ko, nakikita ng mga Pilipino na ang politika natin hindi hindi black and white, hindi team this or team that. It is about policy preferences. It should be about policy preferences. 
at nakita niyo na nakita naman sana mga viewers natin na kahit kami critical kami kay Bongbong Marcos in general mas gusto namin na mas na protectan tayo na gumagawa tayo ng deterrence against China right, right? and right. Uh, it's those moments na sino shortcut mo in politika that i think will 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 force Filipinos to go teka uh, hindi dapat kampo-kampo ang usapan dito. Dapat per issue ang usapan dito, per issue. So dito sa issue na to, kampeo kay Duterte. Dito sa issue na to, kampeo kay Noynoy. Dito sa issue na to, kampeo kay 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 Amy. Dito sa issue na to, kampeo kay Risa. Ganyan. Per issue dapat ang 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 atake dito. Even if meron tayong pagkiling dun sa mga personality ng mga politiko na feel natin, mas mas may integrity, mas may democratic vision kagaya ni Lenny, right? Ganun ako mag-isip about this eh. Meron akong general, meron akong general amor para sa mga democratic politicians kagaya ni Lenny, kagaya ni Risa, pero that does not mean that on a per issue basis hindi ako magdi-disagree with them, hindi ako mag-agree with sina Marcos or si Duterte. Right. I mean, all of these discussions, this intellectual dialectics we have been going through, it kind of reminded me of uh, how Isaac Berlin, uh, you know, the great... Yun. Russian emigre philosopher in Oxford. I, I think Pongo Marcus talked about him when he was having vlogs about his Oxford days. Oh, I was in. Yeah, yeah, I was still like he was talking about how Isaiah Berlin. I sorry, Isaiah Berlin. Sorry. Um, no, Isaiah Berlin. One of the great things he did was there was a book about Russian intellectuals, and he said like Tolstoy was kind of a a hedgehog who thought he's a fox, right? Mm. I always thought about it very. It was a very profound thing for me because if you look at it, I think both of us, in a way, we think we're a hedgehog, right? We have some grand ideas about how the world works. But let's just be very honest. When it comes to analyzing geopolitics today, Philippine politics, I think I'm as fox as it can get, right? I'm just, you know, I'm not sticking to one definite vision. I'm willing to get as much information from different sides to put it together, right? Um, I, I, I Just for me, I always go back to that and parang, I always felt I'm a hedgehog with some grand, grand ideas about life and world, etc., the way I see myself is the, the only way really to be effective in political analysis in the Philippines today or foreign policy analysis is to be a fox. You shouldn't mm. force a certain paradigm when clearly uh, reality defies art and reality defies uh, frameworks and paradigms. Yeah. So in that sense, a very Gramscian. A very Machiavelli is actually a great philosopher of Machiavelli. Makabele. <laughs> Hindi actually, di ba, medyo misinterpreted siya eh. Kasi he's oh, yeah. actually great in philosopher of civic politics. At oh, yung yeah. isang konsepto na lagi niyang idinidein, yung konsepto ng virtue, virtue. Pero virtue as related to a kind of strength of character and strength of will. Kasi hindi mo kayang maging fox. Um, in Makabele, in, in Makabele's term, in Makabele's terms, in Makabele's terms. <laughs> Kung wala ka nung virtue na yun, kung hindi mo kayang panindigan yung mga pag-iisip mo. Kasi kung, mahi, kung, kung eh, sa Tagalog, maganda yung word dito, buo ang loob. Kung hindi buo ang loob mo, ang gagawin mo, makikinig ka na lang doon sa teammates mo. Makikinig ka na lang doon sa boss mo. Makikinig ka na lang doon sinasabi sa social media. Pero kung buo ang loob mo, kaya mo siyang, kaya mong i-approach ang politics on a case-to-case basis. Dahil buo yung loob mo, naniniwala ka na talino ka enough, moral ka enough to be able to make decisions about specific issues. And hindi lang buong loob, dapat matrabaho din. Kasi if you want to make uh, uh, decisions about specific issues, you need to do the research and not just listen to individual people. So, so matrabaho yung proseso na yan. Pero I think dahil ang pinag-uusapan natin dito ay Pilipinas, dapat magtrabaho tayo para sa Pilipinas. And if it means reading more, you should read more. 
Yeah, read more, write more, and uh, and revisit some of your writing. I'm sorry, I was just looking at because uh, in fairness, one thing I agree with Aris Aruga, uh, a good friend of ours, is he always remembered the good Machiavelli debate. That actually the thing with Machiavelli is that he wrote a lot of other things. Discorsi, for instance. Uh, Discorsi, mm. I mean, he was actually a very passionate Republican guy. And when I was in Florence last November, I really tried to find his corner. I was happy to find it. Although one thing, bro, mukhang Machiavelli still used at least... Because my Institute of Machiavelli is Florence. At Katabin oh. is Confucius Institute of China and then Russian Institute, something like that. Like, so, oh, hey, my God. It's the Toto Machiavelli. And then there's like Confucius Institute and Russian. Like, what's going on here? Right? Hanggang ngayon. Yeah, next time. Maybe next time we have to talk about Marlika, etc. By the way, before I close this episode, I just want to say that gladly we have found studio, I think affordable studio, etc. Kasi may medyo nagpa-crowdfunding na tayo ng konti para lang we can raise funds. So I was also in uh, contact talking to many good friends of ours. Of course, we want Joseph to be there. I don't know about his schedule though. Uh, but also with Ambeth, etc. So our hope is later on July, right, bro? When you'll be back, mm -hmm. uh, God willing, yeah, yeah. we can all come together in person, sit there, Joro, go do it for three, four, five hours, no problem. So don't worry, mga kameta, don't worry, mga nexus. We're doing our best here, uh, to make sure that we can deliver you more high quality discussion. And then my option, pal, I was told by our good friends, uh, Mark Gomboa, whom I'm, I'm, oh, I hope to share as, because maraming alam na marites yun sa blogger world, di ba? Siempre. Meron daw, bro. Medyo mas malaking studio. Medyo mahal lang siya. Pero my room for audience. So maybe later on we can have oh. even audience there, some of our audience there. So don't worry, guys. I'm already thinking about that, all the logistics and also God willing, later uh, later this week, uh, later later this year, uh, we can have Leloy, uh, the rest of the group in person. I I'm 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 really excited to to do that, bro. If, if, nice. if the chance comes, looking forward. Looking forward to it. Salamat, bro. Salamat, bro, and have a great day. Have a great weekend, and thank you so much to everyone. Thank you. Ah. Talk to you soon.